Welcome to The Drummer and the Great Mountain, a podcast where we share effective tips and practices for working with adult ADD, ADHD in a natural, effective way without the use of medications. Each episode, join me, your host, Batman Saram, along with the author of The Drummer and the Great Mountain, Michael Joseph Ferguson. Join Michael and myself in an interactive discussion of sharing our stories as we journey together in transforming what can be the gift of being what we call hunter types. This podcast is intended to be your audio companion to the book written by Michael, who joins me each episode where we both will strive to foster dialogue, give you our personal insights, and share both of our experiences on this similar path that we are all on. Our intention and hope is that along with the book, this podcast gives you an additional perspective as you listen to us delve deeper into each chapter of the book to give you even more tools to go along with what it is that you are reading. Visit us at drummerandthegreatmountain.com to purchase the book and look for more tools, tips, and updates, as well as giving us feedback on this podcast. Join our growing global community of creative types, entrepreneurs, and out-of-the-box thinkers on our shared journey. Welcome to the Drummer in the Great Mountain podcast. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Michael Joseph Ferguson. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope your 2023 is going well and you're off to a good start. I am just getting over a cold, so I have a little bit of a stuffiness going on. Uh, Southern California is getting some much-needed rain. That feels really good. Um, So today, we are going to be talking about the secret to envisioning your new year. And this is one that took a while for me to find what was going to be the pep talk for 2023. Every year I try to do a podcast where we introduce the year, try to give you a perspective on some things that may be helpful to focus on. Uh, And today's podcast, we're going to be talking about reconnecting with that part of you, that creative part of you that you both love and distrust. (laughs) Because it's the part of you that uh, lights you up, but it can also burn you out and build a lot of frustration because you have all these creative ideas and then maybe they don't come to pass in the way you want them to. So when you're envisioning the new year, when you're taking time to set some goals, it's you need that part of you. If you don't have that part of you um, at the table, then it, you can just get very practical and then everything kind of gets flat. And then you, you think, well, I should do this goal. But like you're really like going, eh, I don't know if I really want to do it. And so you kind of do it for a little bit, and then it falls by the wayside. So we need that creative part of us to help us envision what we want. But we have to understand the nature of that part of us. If we don't understand how that part of us works, then it can lead to a lot of frustration and sadness and disappointment. So you're up and you're down, you're up and you're down. So today we're going to be talking about how do you reconnect with that dreamer part of yourself uh, that can, in a way that can really nourish you and not destabilize you so that you're going into the new year, you can state some, state some intentions for yourself and you can feel like you understand how to work with that energy so that you can carry that thought, that, that sense of, oh yes, let's do that and actually carry it all the way through to completion. 
Okay, just one announcement. Our upcoming Life Visioning Workshop is happening January 21st and 28th. Those dates got moved back because me and Questa were both sick. So we pushed it back a week. Uh, We sent in an emailing on that. So um, if you would like to join us, basically what we're doing is we are creating the space for you to do your visioning work for 2023. The first session is just going to be about dreaming up what is it that you want to do for 2023 in the categories like health, work, relationships, creativity. What are the things that you want to accomplish this year? Taking the time to do this will make your year better, guaranteed. I guarantee it. If you don't do it, you get the default, which is what is happening right now. And it could be a good default, but either way, to make new changes, it's helpful to sit and go through this process. I know you all know this, but it's it's sometimes hard to do it, especially when you have family and you've got a lot of stuff going on. So we're creating the space for you to do this work. And then the second session, we're going to go through and come up with a practical plan. We're going to basically take the goals and say, what are the next steps? What are the practical next steps to move towards this goal? So if you'd like to join us, go to drummerinthegreatmountain.com forward slash workshop. You can join the community that we get a chance to get together a couple times a year, and this is one of them. So if you're interested, go to drummerinthegreatmountain.com forward slash workshop. Okay, so let's start with the challenges. So most of us are creative types. Most of us that are wired this way have an abundance of creativity. But over time, many of us become jaded because we've had big goals, we felt that energy, that vitality, like, I can do this, and it didn't turn out the way you planned. The goals that you you envisioned didn't happen. And so after a while, that dreamer part of yourself, you just think, well, that's, I just need to be practical. I got a family. I've got, a, I've got all this stuff. I've got to run my business. I got to just put that part of me aside and just be really practical. And for t- there's definitely times where that's appropriate. But if you've completely jettisoned that part of you, chances are you're a little flat. You're not feeling really inspired. And it's the energy you probably need to get yourself back up again. But again, understanding how to work with it is a key piece of that puzzle. On the other side of it, you may be hyper creative all the time and you're just constantly thinking of new ideas, but there's a frustration that you're not seeing those creative ideas manifest. And so that may be part of it. Maybe that's also leading to you having financial challenges and all these other things that may be wired in with that. So... Those are in general are the challenges. So what's the solutions that we can come up with that will move us in a good direction, especially going into 2023? So it's key to remember that it's not an either or proposition. It's not about either you're really practical or you dream really big. It's not an either or thing. It can't be. You need all these parts of your psyche to create a really fulfilling life. It's about understanding specifically how that dreamer, creative, expansive part of you works. Like what, if you don't understand how it works, then it's really hard to then use that energy and do something practically with it, to take it and and put it into something that you really care about. So reconnecting to our creative self can bring new energy, hope, and inspiration when we know how to work with it. Now, I'm fully aware this is not your typical dialogue about ADHD. This is about me trying to get 
deeper into your psyche to get you inspired and motivated to take some action in 2023. And it doesn't necessarily come from identifying all the things that are wrong with you. And here's all the medical terminology. I'm fully aware of all that, but I also know that this is, if I can get you inspired, then you're going to take action in a way that a medical paper or a diagnosis may not motivate you to do. So it took me a while to work out what is the nature of this energy that can just take me over, that's this creative energy that just lights me up. What is it about? Because sometimes it, it's got great ideas, but it's like, how am I going to get that idea? How is that idea even going to happen, right? How am I practically going to do that? So filled, flooded with inspiration, but not able to bring it into fruition. So it was key for me to take a step back and say, what is this energy? What is it about? And because it feels like it's very personal, like it's like I'm supposed to do X. And what I found over time is it, this dreamer self part of us is a kind of expansive creative energy. It's like we're plugging our finger into a light socket. It's by nature not connected to limitation. It's this expansive energy. And we hunter types tend to be like a conduit. We may have like a radio that we can tune and get this frequency and it lights us up. And many people do not have that gift. Many of us do. A high percentage of us do. So we hunter types are wired to connect in with this energy. And it can be a great gift, but it can also fry our circuits. It's like electricity. It's We have to ground it. We have to find a way to ground that energy. So it, it's non-personal in a sense. It like comes upon you. You feel it. I know you, many of you know what I'm talking about. You're inspired. You're like, oh, you just can't think about anything else. You're just moving towards it. It's a source of energy, but it doesn't know how to take care of you physically. It doesn't know how to bring that practically into the world. It's a reference point. It says, here's what's possible. Now you, human, take this energy and turn it into something. It's a source. It's not the final product. So when you get that wave of inspiration, you feel like, yes, I can do this and that. And then you've seen it like like kind of drip away and drip away. And then eventually it goes away completely. It's because it wasn't meant for you to take it literally. It's supposed to be taken as a uh, the construction blocks for something that you're going to create. You take that energy in, you you feel it in your body, you journal, you write stuff out, maybe use mind mapping, you get the idea down. You don't let the idea go, whatever it is. Then you take it down to earth and say, what can I do with this? Like me now in this physical body with my limitations, what can I do with this specific energy? Where can I take this? And it has to be filtered through your physical body because your physical body has limitations. And when you understand your limitations, you can be far more accomplished because you've learned how to take that energy and bring it into the world through your specific filter. That's what it's about. Now, the other thing to understand about creativity is it's connected to play. So if you fall into the camp of someone who's become very practically driven, very, uh, probably, probably a lot of anxiety connected to that, where you feel like you have to um, show up all the time and be responsible, and it's wearing you out, 
then pay attention because this may be a part of your life you need to focus a bit more time on going into this year. So creativity and play are intimately connected. It's connected to your inner little kid. A lot of times when I'm coaching someone, I'm tuning into to how much are they connected with themselves? How much are they connected to this play part of themselves? Because if they haven't, um, if they've somehow lost it, it's somehow even through trauma and things like that, we lose that connection to that part of ourselves, then it usually leads to anxiety and depression. That when we're connected to play, it lightens up our life, it loosens us up, it makes us more creative, and it is a process. It's something that you can focus on and say, I want to create more space for play in my life. And that allows this creativity to come more into your life. And it gives you ideas that you would may not have thought of otherwise, because you're stuck in a limited way of looking at the world. If you think about this expansive energy, it's got so many ideas and ways of, of, of addressing a problem. And when we're really tight and really, um, uh, anxious, then it's really hard for that energy to get through. Again, I'm using these this terminology to kind of get deeper into your psyche. I know this is not, this sounds probably woo-woo to some of you, but hang with me for a second, because we'll get to a practical way to actually work with this. So all of the successful artists, entrepreneurs, people that where I, I people that I really respect and say they've done something great and unique and different there's one common thing that they all have in common is that they're connected to the playful part of themselves. They've learned how to utilize play to get them in touch with their creativity. So when all the necessities of life, like money and taking care of your kids, all the, 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 the weight of life has happened over time, it can dim this light, dim this part of you. And we begin to devalue how important this part of us is. And so, and we do it to others then. If you're in this category, chances are that it annoys you when someone is being playful or light. It's like, oh, stop doing that. We got We got to figure this thing out. It's, we have to find the middle ground where we allow this energy to come in, but not destabilize us. Because the other side of this is, if we're playful all the time and we're not taking anything seriously, then serious consequences can and probably did happen. So it's not about an either or, it's about allowing it to be part of your life and giving space for it. Meaningful creativity can feed us in a way that nothing else can. And it's not distraction. It is something that can deeply nourish us. And maybe that becomes uh, comes in the form of you setting aside time to nourish your creativity, taking a class, getting time alone to explore your craft if it's something that you've already cultivated over time. I mean, the first step to creativity is cultivating how that expression is going to be moved into the world. What are your talents? What are the things that you're good at in giving space for it? If you're someone that has become really weighed down by life, then part of it is figuring out how do you create more space for this energy to come into your life again? 
So this brings us to a discussion about what's called the flow state. And I feel like this is home planet for many of us hunter types to get into that space where the world falls away and we're just hyper-focused and in that creative mode and time just flies by. Okay, so how do we turn this into something practical? How do we work with, this is all well and good. These are all interesting ideas, but how do I actually work with it? It's, It's 2023, I want to envision my new year and I want to see some of those things actually happen and not just have a really good session of writing out goals and then completely forgetting about him. So in my early 20s, I was told about this process that the Disney Imagineers would do when they would go into creating a new film. And I'm guessing this is probably in the heyday of like the late 40s through early 60s. I'm guessing that's probably when they were, this was, they were at their prime and they were really working on this idea. So they had a three-step process and they said, okay, we want to have a successful film Um, they get all the animators and all the producers and all the writers into a room together. And this was a very specific room that was only allowed to be for dreaming up ideas. So the rules were, there are no wrong ideas, no criticism whatsoever, the bigger, the better. And it's like improv. It's yes, and, and not yes, but you're always trying to add to the creative process and not subtract from it. So you're not allowed to be a cynic in this room whatsoever. So this was the dream room and they'd come in and they'd have a whiteboard and they'd say, okay, it's going to be this and this and this, and this is what's going to happen. And blah, 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 you know, they'd go through the whole process of the movie. Then the next step would be they'd go, the whole team would leave the room, go into the stairwell And they would basically tear the idea apart. They'd say, here's why it won't work. Here's all the problems that may come up uh, as we're doing this. This is why this is a dumb idea. And they would just basically tear the whole idea down and get very practical about, well, why won't this work? And then they would go into another room, different from room one or the stairwell, a different room, and then they would actually make the plan. They would use what was gleaned from the dreaming aspect of like big picture. Here's the big picture. Here's what's going to happen. Like no connection to time or money or anything else or limitations. It's just like, here's the big picture. Then they go into another room and they'd say, okay, this is why it won't work. And here's all the problems. Here's all the limitations. And then the third room is, okay, take all that information, put all that together. And now let's create the thing. And I believe they also use that for, you know, Disneyland and Disney World, and they would use a variation of that in all of their creative endeavors. And when I first heard that idea, I thought, well, that's genius. That's, that's it. That's how you blend those two worlds. That's how we, you connect the dreaming energy. You let that energy just come through and flood through everyone as a group and figure out like how, here's the, here's the inspiration But then you bring it down to earth, like what's going to go wrong? Here's our limitations. Here's what we're capable of doing. And then coming up with a plan. Now, creative professionals over time, especially someone who's, who's made films successfully over time, they've learned some version of this intuitively. And it's a really helpful process for us, especially going into the new year. So in a sense, this is the pattern for how we're going to do the upcoming Life Visioning Workshop. We're going to take take this process and split it into just two days, where the first day we're going to be focusing on the big dreaming, like dreaming really big, coming up with the ideas, no limitations, 
And then the second session is like, how do we then come down to earth, practically look at what are our limitations? What can we do? And coming up with a plan. What's the next steps? What are the actions that you need to take? So whether or not you can join us, I want to encourage you to do some kind of process like this for yourself. If you have the book, The Drummer in the Great Mountain, get it out, crack it open to the life visioning chapter and go through that chapter and go through those exercises. If you don't have the book, I'm happy to get you that chapter. So if you go to drummerinthegreatmountain.com forward slash episode 95, the number's 95. So drummerinthegreatmountain.com forward slash episode 95, you'll get a copy of just the life visioning chapter so you can go through it that way. So just a few notes before we wrap up. I'm going to leave a link in the description to a YouTube video of Sonny Rollins talking about his creative process. So Sonny Rollins is sort of one of the great jazz saxophonists, and he talks very specifically about his process of how he gets himself into the flow state. So that could be very interesting for you to kind of highlight some of the things that we were talking about earlier. And if you want to join us in the upcoming Life Visioning Workshop happening on the 21st and 28th of January, go to drummerinthegreatmountain.com forward slash workshop. So that's it. I hope you have a wonderful, creative, fulfilling, nourishing 2023. I hope to connect with all of you at some point during the year. So um, have a wonderful year. Take care of yourselves. And uh, we will speak soon. So until next time, be well. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about the book, The Drummer and the Great Mountain, visit drummerandthegreatmountain.com. To join us on social media, click the links at the top of the homepage. Help us spread the word. We're a small press and reviews really help. If you've been enjoying the podcast or the book, consider writing a review on iTunes, Amazon, Goodreads or your podcast app. If you're new to the podcast and want to quickly get up to speed on the concepts we discuss, check out our free five-day mini course. Visit drummerandthegreatmountain.com forward slash mini course. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover on future episodes, we'd love to hear from you. Please send us an email at info at drummerandthegreatmountain.com.